Brooklyn's Radio brings you City Update with Ian Pritchard and Lee Humphreys. Welcome to City Update. It's been a funny old week. Many of you suddenly found yourselves promoted, or is it demoted, to Tier 2 of Covid restrictions. Nevertheless, the world of finance keeps turning, and here's Lee Humphreys to give us his take. Well, you know me, Ian, I'm not normally one to blow my own trumpet, but I'm uh, going to start by giving myself a giant slap on the back in regard to last Friday when I said uh, that uh, Chancellor Rishi Sunak would have to act immediately in order to save a jobs Armageddon, I think I called it, in the leisure sector uh, as the furloughed uh, morphed into the jobs support scheme at the end of this month. Our broadcasts went out, as you know, in at uh, 1.20pm, as it does every Friday. Sunak rode back from that scheme and reinstated it in albeit a, a watered down version uh, of the furlough at 3 p.m. Coincidence? I think not. No, I don't think so either. I know we have some pretty heavy hitters listening to the programme. Anyway, what's next? Well, um, this week has uh, been a little uh, more uh, active in in terms of uh, what's been going on in the equity markets with a number of companies reporting their third quarter results. In the uh, US, actually, uh, several of the big banks uh, have reported the likes of Goldman Sachs, Bank of America and Morgan Stanley, which had some fabulous numbers on Thursday, which um, overall, by and large, looked pretty good for the other banks, um, save some big provisions for loan losses. Um, but the reaction of the market was more sort of... Meh. Right. Now, I know you're pretty obsessed is the wrong word, interested in what's happening in America. Come across to our side of the Atlantic. What's happening over here? Well, um, well, a little closer, I guess, uh, in Italy, in actual fact. Juventus, the, that's the football uh, club, um, saw their shares fall nearly 7% on Tuesday alone on the back of Ronaldo testing positive uh, for COVID. The irony actually was there that he missed out on a match versus Sweden on Wednesday, the day after, who probably would have welcomed him with open arms uh, to help boost uh, the herd immunity there. But uh, it just wasn't to be. Um, we also then getting closer still in um, uh, just the takeaway on Wednesday. Some great third quarter numbers there. They saw order growth up by 46 Helped by a tie-up with uh, 800 McDonald's restaurants and uh, 300 uh, Greggs. Now, I know your uh, wedding anniversary is uh, coming up uh, soon, Ian, so that's uh, a little food, literally, for thought there. The stock, that is uh, Just Eat Takeaway, was up 6.5% uh, on that day alone. The company now actually is worth or is valued at $14 billion. Now, compare that to the likes of NatWest Group, that's the old RBS, which is valued around 13 billion pounds. But, um, you know, you're moving on. The pandemic has also been good for AO World. They of the slightly annoying uh, advert um, who on Thursday announced their first half revenues had increased by 57 percent on the year. The stock is incredibly up 180 percent year to date and 300 percent in the past 12 months. And finally, very close to home, ASOS had their full year pre-tax uh, profit numbers uh, out also on Wednesday. Uh, they were up four and a half times from last year's figure. The shares are up actually about 40%-ish um, this year alone. However, on reporting the numbers 
on Wednesday, the stock actually fell um, 10%. Now, um, the, the companies are remaining very cautious uh, about demand with the continuation of the pandemic and the spectre uh, specter of rising unemployment. Yeah, so perhaps the market is now reacting to unemployment. And I saw the UK unemployment figures last week. Well, Tuesday, wasn't it? It was Tuesday. Yeah, they were not good, were they? The uh, UK unemployment uh, rose to a level of 4.5% in August. That was up from uh, 4.1% three months earlier. That's actually the highest level now in the UK for three years. This is, um, this is obviously before the announcements of the, uh, the, the lockdowns that came uh, midweek. Unemployment now stands in at just over 1.5 million people. That's at the end of August, with two and a half million others still ominously estimated to be on furlough. Right. Now, we heard um, a, a couple of weeks ago from Andy Haldane, the um Chief Economist, the Bank of England, saying we shouldn't talk down the economy. Should you bring building it up? There are grounds for optimism. Are there any? Well, um, you know, as, as far as the UK is concerned, there's some, um, but there's not that many that I can see right now. In Andrew Bailey, the uh, the new governor of the Bank of England, said this week any talk of a V-shaped recovery uh, has to be put into perspective, which I, I sort of um, read as central bankers speak for things aren't that rosy in the garden. Um, uh, now, Tuesday's unemployment data, along actually with Friday's GDP number for the UK uh, for the month of August, um, which came out Far worse than expected at uh, uh, sort of just over 2% forecast had been for around sort of 5% growth. Now, it really shows us that the government induced economic coma that we've been put in is having a dreadful effect on the economy. However, you know, we're looking for sort of some sort of the green shoots here. The, uh, the, the British retail consortium on Tuesday said that sales in September were pretty hot indeed actually they're up over six percent on the same month last year so brit's appetite uh, for shopping albeit online hasn't yet uh, abated and that can be really shown by Ocado. yes Ocado again in i'm sorry um uh, who um with still two and a half months to go till the holiday season now have all their delivery slots booked for Christmas delivery. Now, Brooklyn's radio listeners, no doubt, will be swooning over their argus right now at the horrific news that I've just delivered in um, and may need now to register with, uh, you know, Tesco, who incidentally are now delivering one and a half million orders every week but just to also put this you know this this british retail consortium uh, data in some kind of perspective and put a positive spin on it amazon announced that it was adding a further 7000 jobs in addition to the 3000 they've already put on the payroll this year in the uk taking the total amount of permanent employees in the uk to 40000 people they're also adding 20,000 seasonal staff over the Christmas period now for a a non-state run institution that's an enormous total and to put that into perspective the British Army only has 125,000 sort of employees I mean that's uh, still quite a way behind uh, NHS England's 1.4 million people however so a bit of a mixed picture um, for us. Uh, what about the rest of the world? Well, um, uh, elsewhere around the globe, uh, around the globe is um, uh, you know particularly sort of away from Europe. The picture is 
generally speaking, brighter. The IMF actually came out midweek and said uh, 2020 world GDP um, will only um, shrink by 4.4%. Quite a frightening figure on the face of it. But um, in June, they were saying it would fall by 5.2% on the year. So that's an improvement. However, the interesting thing, you dig a little bit into those numbers, um, China is the big factor here. On Tuesday morning, Chinese trade data for September. So a huge surge. Exports grew nearly 10% uh, year on year, while imports into China jumped over 13% on the month. Now, uh, you know, another unforeseen uh, sort of consequence of COVID here, Ian, I think, um, is it, it seems to me at least that globally we're seeing a shift eastwards in terms of of the economic pendulum. Now, China's growth story isn't a new one. Of course, it actually uh, dates back to 1979. Um, but the speed in which that pendulum is now moving in an easterly direction and away from a Europe that can't grow its economies appears to be increasing. OK, well, that's enough for uh, the Far East. How about um, your favourite? Now, let's go back across the Atlantic for you. What's happening in the US? Well, I mean, the US is really clinging on, uh, maybe by its fingernails, uh, to its position as the world's primary economic superpower. And it won't go down uh, without a fight. I mean, that's really the whole rationale uh, for continuing the trade, well, we'll call them discussion, shall we, uh, between the United States and China. But the US, at least, um, its major corporations, unlike Europe, who've discussed this before on previous episodes, uh, in, uh, are in the tech sector, which continues to do very, very well, as we have saw actually on Monday when the Nasdaq 100 rose for percent um, recording its best day since April it's now rallied the Nasdaq 100 that is 75 uh, percent off its March lows yeah and I think I heard uh, that um, President Trump I think he's still the president President Trump was talking this week about stock markets again and how they're going to hit all-time new highs you know so what, what's making the move for Nasdaq well look you know it's you're not alone in, in sort of scratching your head over this but the you know I think the the consensus seems to be there's a general sort of revaluation of tech stocks in particular um, of what seems like zero interest rates for some time if not uh, forever actually but you know of course there's uh, there's hopes of a stimulus deal again now they're, they're con that's continuing to rumble on now for me it's becoming quite tedious will they won't they will they won't they um, and both sides it is clear to me at least both sides being the Democrats and the Republicans want a stimulus deal but the irony is here is they don't want the other to claim the credit just 18 days ahead of the election any any uh, and there's also the other thing sort of pushing the markets which is sort of news flow from the likes of Apple who just launched their new iPhone 12, which means you can now rush out and buy a 5G iPhone and still get 4G coverage. Anyway, on the back of that, um, the stock was up 6% and now 6% on a $2 trillion company is a significant move indeed. And there was also a big move from Amazon who had their prime day on Tuesday. The rally uh, in these two stocks alone on Monday saw $200 billion 
added to their combined value. Now, I know for one, Ian, that uh, you've been complaining about the commercialisation of uh, Amazon's Prime Day, haven't you? Well, I can't say that I have, but if it suits your agenda, move on. <laughs> um, so, well, but the, other, the other thing, really, I, I, that's, it's, I think probably will be uh, the forefront of our minds will be, will these new highs that Trump keeps tweeting about in the United States um, come before the election. Well, yeah, I think they probably will come before the election. Um, uh, it will be my guess. But will it be enough to save Trump? I don't think it will. Why, you may ask? Um, vaccines is the answer. That's the other big driver um, for this market, In And we saw this week Eli Lilly and Johnson & Johnson, J&J, both had to suspend phase three trials of their COVID drugs after study volunteers fell ill in much the same way, actually, as the AstraZeneca uh, trial had to be suspended a couple of weeks ago. Lily's drug uh, actually is similar to the Regeneron that uh, was administered to uh, Trump that made him so powerful. That was my uh, Trump impression, by the way. Right. So I think next week we probably leave the impressions to the professionals and uh, you can just do your predictions, which turn out pretty well. See you next week, Lee. Cheers, Ian. Thank you. Ian Pritchard and Lee Humphreys brought you City Update on Brooklyn's Radio. Brooklyn's Radio.